We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 103. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the Branson Missed Out Again episode. Wah, 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 wah. You know, it's, it's like we're never going to have winter anymore. Well, there wasn't much to miss out on. Yeah. I mean, Springfield got white. I know. I don't know how much they got, maybe an inch or two or what. I, I yeah. think it's a couple, couple of inches. Yeah. yeah. It looked pretty on the Facebook, on the pictures I saw. It was fun. My mother, uh, she asked me, she texted me and said, is it snowing? I said, no, we haven't got anything. She sent me a picture. I think I sent it to you where yeah. her whole yard was white. Right. I'm like, oh my gosh, I only see a few like blades of grass sticking up we there. We did get a couple a couple of hours of light snow. Yeah. I, but it didn't really it stick. It didn't really stick. No. Well, it's like we we're right at the, I kept looking at uh, the Stormdor weather, weather station, and it was sitting like at 33. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not going to stick. You yeah. know, kept looking at people. I, I even thought it was going to be cool. I, I set up the little time lapse in the front because I thought, well, if we get some kind of snow. Right. That would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, and then about three hours later, I went, this is no. So I just turned it off or whatever. Oh, excuse me. I had to burp. That's not really podcast worthy. Either, <laughs> uh, we have another special guest, returning guest with us on the podcast this week. Shara is back with us. Yay. I don't really know if I'm considered a guest anymore. I'm not sure yeah. she's considered special anymore because oh, she's well, here so often. Excuse me? That's a- <laughs> she's special in our hearts. Yeah, well, I think I'm special every day. But not day special too. on the podcast because oh. she's always here. Well, yeah. Well, not always. Not always. And this is where you should all ask Corey how comfortable our couch really is. Yeah, (laughs) that. Oh, I. Oh, I've seen pictures. He said it's like you are out. (laughs) You got a baby sleeping on you. You got your phone in your hand, and you are out like a light. Yes, during the day, it's very comfortable. (laughs) Well, that's because you work all these weird hours. I mean, sometimes I could sleep sitting up. Really, honestly, it it does have a nice little lounging area that. It does. Extends out for your feet and kind of like a little bit. Give everybody a review of it next week. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll have we'll have to post some pictures or whatever. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, well, you know the temperatures. The National Weather Service really missed it this time, and uh, we we were talking before the podcast. And you texted me last night because I yeah. you know, I've told everybody I make the, the the daily video the night before. It's really late. It's like eleven or twelve o'clock at night before because I'm not getting my lazy self up at six o'clock and making a video and. We saw some play. The National Weather Service said what the high was supposed to be, what, 49 today? Yeah, in the 40s. 49 or 50. And then uh, we had some television personalities. You sent me a text of theirs, and it said 57. And I'm like, I don't know what to do here. And our website was coming in a little warmer, too. I mean, now our website's connect. What's our website connect to? What the Weather Service, NWS? Or? It's. Ultimately, everything comes from the National Weather Service. Right, right. I think there may have been a glitch in their 
web reporting mechanism. Oh, the grid forecast. The grid. I think maybe yeah. there was a glitch in it or something. Well, and what we mean by grid forecast, if you go to the National Weather Service office website, which is weather.gov, not com, weather.gov slash Springfield, you will see uh, an area. It's called the county warning area. It's all the counties in southwest Missouri that the National Weather Service uh, services. And then we got like three counties over there in, uh, in southeast Kansas as well. It's just the way the, the demographics work. But if you click anywhere, you can click, well, literally anywhere. You can click on a city and click on Branson. You can click on Taneyville. You can click on anything. And it will come up with a specific forecast of where you click. That's what we call a grid forecast. And they are computer generated. So that's kind of explaining to the listeners what... Corey, you were saying it's like there, there may be some kind of glitch in that computer grid when you click on it, which we did, you know, the Branson area. That's what I click on Branson. You click on Harrison because right. we do both. And it was such a weird difference. It so, shouldn't have been that. Harrison's not that far away. And it was just too much of a difference. Oh, yeah. And, was it 20 miles away? I mean, it's not, oh, yeah, it's it's not that far away. Not that far away. Yeah. Oh, yeah 21 miles. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> they're never that far apart. Yeah. It's rare. I mean, if you have some kind of kind of weather system, you know, moving up, which we've had before, where you know, right at Branson, we don't get anything, but you go just ten miles north, and then you've got oh, ice. Sure. Yeah, I mean, and that happens. But this is not that situation. I had a girl call into work the other day because she, her daughter was stuck on I forty four in snow and couldn't move. Now, where was she coming from? More snow in. She's headed to. <laughs> Corey's got his phone up there. Supposed to put your phone on silent, honey. Yeah. Well, it is, but I was reading some. Uh, she was on her way to school. She goes to school at Mizzou. So. Oh, up in Columbia. Yeah, but I mean, I had no idea that anywhere was supposed to get any kind of snow that was or that, ice. That, or that was that day that clipper went through. I think what you're talking about. Oh, the other day. Yeah. Yeah, north and yeah to it the was east. like last week sometime. Like Monday or Tuesday of last week. Okay. Well, yeah. Now that when that clipper went through, like it, you know, that was the ultimate of I'm thinking. Okay, yeah, she's lost it. She needs to look outside. Like she's high or something. Dude, it's not <laughs> snowing. You can't call in for that reason. No. Well, yeah, yeah. If it was that, I mean, it. The, some areas got what the, what they call it the snow squall. Now they're just really heavy, intense band of snow, just whatever. But Columbia, mm, you say last week. It was sometime last week. Last she was year. on her way to Columbia, so she was like halfway there or something. I don't know. Oh. So I don't know where she really was, but she was there stuck. Were, there were some slide-offs was... on I-44 that, that Yeah, day. I mean, they said it was so bad traffic couldn't move. and Yeah, well, it always it's always happening north of us. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I need to move north. Well, if we want snow, we just need to move even to Springfield. Right. I mean, even <laughs> just, just like 30 minutes north gets more <laughs> snow than I do. Yeah. And my mother, uh, she, you know, if, if the uh, Springfield News Leader is at, listening to this, they need to take heed. Throw her, please throw her paper in the driveway, not the ditch. Uh, because that I mean, should be a given to any I, paper. I have, I have gone to the Springfield News Leader office like four times and said, you know, I'm real nice to him. It's like, can we... You know, Please she's she's years old. I'm not going to say that on on the podcast. And I don't want her going into a ditch, fishing out this paper. She doesn't need to do that. If she falls, fall and break a hip, and yeah. And then I was like, then we're going to have a problem. I said the drive. It's almost almost wide enough for two cars. It's a wide driveway. You can throw the paper in the driveway. <laughs> 
you know. My dad actually used to throw papers when I was a kid for extra money. Yeah. Like that was our vacation money every year. He would throw papers for a couple of months and use that money to take us on vacation. Oh, how cool. And I remember him teaching us that. And if we missed the driveway or, and there were certain people that would pay him extra to hit the porch and he could do that. And he had a way no of, way. Throw, I mean, he could throw it over the car from the driver's side, like a house that was on the other side of oh, the yeah. road. Uh-huh. He could throw it up over the car and hit the driveway. And, but I mean, like there was times when we would want to throw it, like we'd go out in the middle of the night with him on, <laughs> yeah. and we would throw it and we'd have to stop, turn around, go back and fish it out of the bushes or wherever it landed. Well, see, that's pure talent. If Some you can... people are waiting in their driveway for it and you drop it at their feet. I know that. I know that's great. Well, the first time I went, you know, they said, okay, we're going to talk to the, to it's whoever the, the delivery guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, just, just get in the driveway. And it worked for a while. Actually, the first time. They took it. They pulled in the driveway and took it and put it on their on mom's porch for for a few a while. And she's like, "Well, I'm, thank you. I'm not asking for that. It's just to throw it in the just driveway." Get out of ditch. <laughs> yeah, just, just get out of the mud would be good. And, and it's not a huge ditch, but when you get somebody who's a little older and you don't want them Any going kind of slipping. Down. No, and if you get this, you know, the, the winter even an inch of snow, it's like no. But she's really really good. She she's got her shoes. She. Uh, when she goes, she's, I think she goes and fishes. Get her one of those grabbers. You know, I wonder if she's got one. So mom, I know you listen to this cause you asked me how to get the podcast. So I know you listen to it <laughs> on she your iPad. Yeah. If you don't have a grabber, let me know and I'll get you a grabber for Christmas. Oh. Cause those are useful anywhere. We've used them in the house. Oh, oh that's we true. We use them to get things down off the top shelves and under, under the bed. I, you know, I think they do have a grabber. So I, I was there yesterday. Or the day before, I don't know. I was up there, and she keeps the light bulbs up on the top, whatever. And she's like, "No, I'm gonna go get the step still, so you can get it." And it's like, of course, I'm taller, so I just reach up there and I open the door. And she's like, "How'd you get so tall?" Because my dad is not that tall, and she's not tall. So somehow, I I got the genes of being relatively tall, <laughs> which is funny. But I do remember my dad having a little little grabber, which you know, the squeezy thing mm-hmm. you go and grab. Ours things. was a toy that the kids got. Oh, and you. Like you- <laughs> But I mean, it turned into a good thing one time when the kids like drop something under the bed or behind the washer. We're like, oh, go get perfect. your toy. That's perfect. But now they actually make those for people to, to not bend over. Well, yeah. And, and that's perfect. That's They should have that. If mom has that, I'm going to ask her if she's using that in the in the, the ditch or the driveway. Because she says, I'm going to fish it out. It's like, well, okay, just don't don't hurt yourself. I don't want to fish you out of the driveway. Uh, yeah. I know she she's got her phone, so so she got, I didn't put my phone on silent. Of course, nobody t- she might text me during this, but anyway, warm today. I am sore. I bet you went disc golfing. I went disc golfing. With I my fully buddy expect Marty. that when you go when it goes over sixty degrees for a day. Oh, I fully expect actually fifty. I mean, if it's fifty and not raining or snowing, yeah, I'm yeah. out there. Fifty is perfect because when you start sweating, and when you're walking and oh, throwing. Oh yeah, yeah. Went out to sunset today oh cool i need to take you out there sometime it, it's an interesting course i've been out there i just never played out there oh to the sunset disc yeah. golf course oh okay well it's all new to me the, i i almost went because i took my buddy ray to the airport today and i thought you know they've got one that all the semi-pros talk about around here in ozark it's called grubal or something uh, disc golf course hmm. and i've been wanting to go up there and i thought hmm so i texted my buddy marty and you know, to see if he wanted to go play. And he said, well, I'm already out at sunset. And I said, so I didn't go to the one in Ozark. Right. So maybe, 
you know, I'll, I'll take him and his wife, Kenny, or whatever. We'll all go up there. So I came back and, uh, excuse me, I got the burps tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I need, what is it, die gel? My mom always calls it a die gel. I need a die gel. I'm not going to burp. But, uh, yeah, I, I want to go out it to Grubal. I think it's Grubal. Up, up in Ozark. But yeah, all, all the people around here say, you really need to go up there. But I'm not going tomorrow because we've got a system moving in tomorrow. Do we? We do. Uh, Tuesday, it's talking about uh, showers moving in. And this is a system approaching from the uh, southwest, actually. interesting. It's going to start raining in uh, northern Arkansas, probably northeastern Oklahoma first, and just kind of spread into the area. Uh, it's all rain, of course. But... Grubah. It grew okay. Sharers looking at the disc golf course on her G R U B A U G H. G R U B A U G H. Yep. Grubah. Okay. And the only reason I, I knew how to say this is because I had a teacher when Unless I was Unless it's a weather up. word and it's like Grubah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think well, I'm... it is a weather podcast. You know, it could be. That could be the weather word of the week, maybe. You know what we topped out today Today on the uh, official Stormdar weather station? It was, uh, we topped out at 62.6, which is, which is three degrees off of our monthly high of 65.8. So we have been warmer in January, but, but still that's a, a well above average day. I was picking up the kids from school today. And they were re- they had remarks that it was felt like spring as soon as they got in the car. Why is it so warm? And they had gone to St. Louis over the weekend. They went to the city museum and, oh. and it was freezing. And they uh, were saying course. they were saying, <laughs> "Wow, I wish it was this warm on Saturday." I go, "Well, it could be totally different in St. Louis than it is here." So I asked Siri what the temperature was at the time that it was sixty-two degrees here, and it was thirty in St. Louis. Thirty, yeah. Below freezing. Yes. So, Holy uh, cow. Okay, okay, maybe maybe it was a good that we're not. I mean, not there today. Well, did, so. now did you send coats with the kids to go when they're up there? Uh, they they took their hoodies or whatever they wear. They left at like six in the morning when we were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's a paper towel. You can wear that right up there. Yeah, but kids are invincible. It was to like cold. our 18 year old and his girlfriend and. They took our 12-year-old, so. Well, I, you know, we talked, like, was it last week or, or the last time you were here about, you know, Logan, my kind of grandson. All they do is, uh, <laughs> I love this, uh, the kids are invincible to cold. Yeah. They could go out, you know, without a shirt on at 20 degrees and say, I'm hot. I don't yeah. want to go out here. No. They wear hoodies to school. Like, honestly, they don't wear coats because they don't want to carry it around the halls. Oh. Like, my little one, they have a locker they go to first thing in the morning. But junior high, high school... They don't want to go to their locker. That's too far out of the way. They want, and then they don't want to carry it through the halls. It's too much trouble. So they wear that a makes hoodie. Sense. They're like, it's only going to be cold for a few minutes on the way in and the way out. So or they can kind of wear it, take the hoodie off, and go. Wow, that's like a New York, a New York thing. Now the kids that wear shorts, I don't understand that. I, you know, I we had a sound guy when I worked at Shoji's, and it could be literally be twelve degrees outside, and he would. His name was Keith. He would not wear anything but shorts, and we were all like, dude. He's like, feels good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he was a little little heavier set guy, so maybe maybe the insulation, I don't know. <laughs> Could be. There's some, just some people that they can, I don't know. Uh, yeah, not me. Yeah. I start layering up until it's ninety. Well, my problem is the heat. I can't take the heat. I can I can go out there. Uh, like if I'm playing disc golf in the morning or whatever, and like in the summertime, and then about eleven or twelve o'clock, I start getting hot. I just drain. You know, I can probably go out when it's cold, like it's 30. Like you said, just layer up and go out. And once you're out there moving, 
you kind of warm up a little bit. I, my buddy Ray went to, uh, was it Wisconsin? I think he went to Wisconsin with a shoji trip or whatever. And they had a disc golf course up there. The drummer was an avid disc golf player. It was 17 degrees. They went out there at 7 o'clock in the morning. It's like, once you start moving, they had a blast. There's my phone. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get my joints to work that that cold. No. I used to go walking and jogging. Like That year we were going to go on a cruise in February. I decided I needed to walk and maybe drop a few pounds before we left. And yeah, I would put on my leggings and a hoodie. And the main thing was my ears being covered. I had to have something over my ears and my hands. If my ears and my hands were covered, I was good. And, and like I was freezing for the first couple of minutes, but you run those first couple of minutes. There it's you like go. You get going, and then I mean you're fine, and you're sweating by the time you get home. Yeah, I could. I don't think I'm going to run because when you're hot. I mean, when it's hot outside, you're sweating as soon as you walk out the door. And... Uh, right. Oh yeah, it, yeah, and I I could do it when it when it's cold. I mean, I, I of course I haven't played when it's like 12 degrees. And I'm someone that I mean I hate cold. I hate to be cold. You really, you really, you want to live in like Florida. But I mean, I like cold weather. I like having that weather as long as I can be inside where it's warm. <laughs> With a fireplace. And I like seasons. I don't want to live somewhere where it never. Well, that's what my mom and I were talking about. It's like you, you get everything here. You, you don't get the earthquakes. That's more geology or whatever. But, but you don't get the earthquakes, but you do get all the seasons. You rarely get spring and rarely get fall anymore because it's usually hot or it's cold. Oh, that's another podcast. I don't know. <laughs> well, it looks like uh, this rain moving in tomorrow, whether the temperature is going to be above freezing. So we're not going to have any winter issues and it's going to continue into the night as that system moves up. And then about midnight, uh, some colder air, a cold front's kind of going to be approaching from the northwest. And that's going to start changing over some of this precipitation to a mix and maybe some snow, especially up around Nevada area. You mean where it normally happens? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Where it's usually always forecasted to go up there. There's something about Nevada and that eastern part of Kansas because they got the, the winter storm warning that last time. Yeah. I don't know. But I, don't, I don't know what that would be like anymore. It's been me so either. Long. Well, that's why I said, like you and me and Shara, we need, we need to take a trip. And spend a few days up in like Nevada or Eastern Kansas, <laughs> we can experience that's winter. It'll, that's when it would happen in Branson. Yeah. That, that's when it would happen in Branson when we'd be up there. Yep, uh, of course. Oh, well, like that year that we went, where we went on a cruise. When was that? I don't know. We've been on lots of cruises. Was that that year we went in February? We went in February, and that was the year we had like not had ever had any. We had had no weather that year, and the week we were gone, the kids missed school. No, that wasn't this. We we did one in December that happened. I mean, remember? But the kids missed school. Oh. We didn't go in December without the kids. No. Oh, really? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was the one can, we went in February. Can, can, you, my... You've mentioned it before, but like I said, you've been on so many cruises. Well, like I don't know we called you... or something to check on the kids. And I mean, like I said, we're down there in the Caribbean. It's 90 degrees. And the wow. kids were out of school for the bad weather. And we were like, oh, my gosh, we had no idea it was even going to snow. And we were at a table... With someone else, and they were saying their kids were out of school for snow, too. And we were thinking they were from somewhere up in the north. We're like, oh, where do you live? I think they were, like, from Springfield. <laughs> no way. That was the weirdest thing. No way. So you met somebody from Springfield on your cruise. Yep. <laughs> you guys lived in Branson. We've That's done crazy. that many times. It is the weirdest thing because <laughs> our person in the cabin next door 
was from Springfield. And we met, we never even saw their faces. We were out on our balconies. Yeah. And they're private, so you they have a wall between you. Oh, okay. So we right. could just hear them over there. And we just got to talking to them one day through the wall and found out they were from Springfield. How funny is that? I mean, because people from all over the world go on these cruises. <laughs> well, at least they don't have the coronavirus on that cruise yet. Yet. No. I bet they're watching, though. Yeah. Well, usually it's the Noro, isn't it? Like the well, yeah. gastro thing. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm don't ever a... throw up in public on a cruise ship. Oh. Just FYI. Oh, gosh, no. Well, it doesn't I... matter if you're drunk or what. If you throw <laughs> up, they will quarantine you faster than you know what happens. Oh, I, I bet. There's been way too many incidences of that virus going around. I, I'm not a cruise person. I mean, I worked on the show about Ransom Bell for six and a half years. I love that. But I was there, you know, three hours and then I could get off. <laughs> And then go back in for three hours for the second show, and then I can get up. But on the cruise ship, you're there for, you know, whatever, three, five, seven days or whatever. No, you get off every day. Well, you, yeah, yeah that's true. When you, when you embark. And it feels somewhere. like you're in a small city, so it's not like you're confined to a boat. You are literally walking around the size of a city. Uh, yeah, those ships are big. Yeah, so, I mean, you can go outside and walk and walk and walk and walk and never get to the other end for a while, so... <laughs> Oh, gosh. But, yeah. Then you get off the next morning, spend the day off, and get back on. Well, maybe I should try the cruise thing again. I don't know. Maybe Alaskan cruise. See, I, I talked to one of my drummer friends who did the Alaskan cruise. They said it is absolutely amazing because the water is so placid, and it's just beautiful. You just cruise. You know, my my deal is when you go, whoa, like this, and the ship is rocking, and whoa. Uh, mm, I'm, I don't I've never don't do done that. that. Really? <laughs> Oh, when, when the sh- like you get bad weather or whatever, and the ship no, starts. No, they go around it. Oh, we, you have a good captain. <laughs> we've rocked a few times. I mean, very, very few. Like we've literally went around a storm, like, and we can see yeah. it beside us. We can see the waves crashing and thunder lightning, and we're on smooth sailing sun. It's weird. That's a good captain. That's that's great. Unless you're a storm dark weather fan, because Corey probably wanted to go right in the middle of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it looked like it was right there, and I'm sure it was like 100 Close miles enough. away. <laughs> well, you know, Super Bowl Sunday is coming on Sunday, <laughs> actually. What, what a day to have I know. It's a great I day. I wonder who's playing this year. I have no idea. Okay, I have no idea. Is it the, <laughs> is it the, the Chiefs? It, no, I mean, seriously, I'm not a sports guy. Yeah, is I it? think the Chiefs may be in it this okay, year. Okay, Chiefs and the, the Valkyries. I don't know who who's playing. <laughs> 49ers. Oh, 49ers. And they're from Montana? <laughs> yes. Okay, the you Montana 49ers. N- Northern Montana. Okay. You know, if you if you talk if you talk uh ping pong or or tennis, I'm there. I, mean, I don't know much about football, but I do know that the Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs. when the Chiefs are playing, and the Montana 49ers are there. When well, a somewhat <laughs> local team is making it, I am aware. Which is what I always do, and I told you before on Super Bowl Sunday, I go to the WalMarts because there's four, count them, one, two, three, four people in the store, and two of them are checkers, so there is nobody in the store. That's when I go to. But them. there's no snack food left. You'd be surprised. I mean, <laughs> I mean, oh, there's you know, no beer, there's no soda, and there's no snack food. Well, you, uh, cheese dip. Oh, there's oh, no, no cheese dip. Cheese dip, dip is gone. <laughs> your little weenies are going to be low, and your meatballs. Just, Bras, just, yes. just your Super Bowl food. Super, oh, 
Well, they probably they've got to have chips. They have to know. I'm sure they have Cheetos. In it, in it, what Cheetos is? I'm sure they plan ahead. Well, I they know. Stock e- up. Every, everybody they know you're coming. Everybody's going to have a wonderful time staying in for the pre-Super Bowl party and getting wasted and doing the thing. And I am going to probably be out disc golfing again. You know why? Because it's going to be 60 degrees. 60. Right now it's 60, and they keep bumping that thing up. It was like 57 the other day. I think we're going to have a warm punch coming in right right at the first. Right, once this system moves through, like tomorrow, I mean, today we, what do you say, 62? Tomorrow we might make it to 42. I mean, with this system, this system's coming in. Clouds are going to be on the, on the um, oh, it's going to be overcast. It's going to be rain moving in. And then uh, just a bunch of, you know, bleh. it's going to be one of these bleh days, especially in the afternoon. And then the cold's coming. And then all that is going to eventually clear out by Saturday. And by Sunday, boom, that temperature is going to go up. And I am going to be outside. So while y'all are having your Super Bowl, Su- Super Bowl parties, I'm going to be at a disc golf course. Getting sore again. <laughs> yeah, by the time the Super Bowl starts, it's getting dark, though. So I can't, you know. Yeah, but think of the pre-party. I mean, everybody's going to be at, like... Nobody goes to a pre-party. <laughs> well, but they have it, like, at Waxies and all the, all the sports bars and stuff. There won't be anybody there. Though. Well, they have pre-game going all afternoon. Yeah, you that's what pre-game I'm... all day, but, but nobody actually I... goes to that. Oh, they don't? You watch that at your own house, and then you show up for the party at So five. you need to go to Walmart oh. around 5.30. It'd be gold for you. Nah, I'll go to Walmart at 8.30, 9 o'clock. Well, it'll, it'll be, be over by then. by then. Yeah, but everybody would be wasted by then. They're not going to go to Walmart. Well, you know what? They might. So maybe I'll go at 7. Say, what do you do when you're wasted? Yeah. You go to Walmart. <laughs> That's true. So maybe I'll go about 7 o'clock. That's probably what I'll do, which is perfect because then I'll, I'll, I'll miss all of the drunk people. The game will be over. Everybody will either be elated because the Chiefs won or depressed because the Montana 49ers won. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, regardless, I am going to you be. might stay off the roads if they win. It could get pretty crazy out there. Oh, you know, that's probably good. We, we need to issue a stay-off-the-road alert if the Chiefs win, Corey. <laughs> that would be good. Oh, gosh. Well, last week, I know I was telling everybody I'm making new weather schools, and we have a new weather school this week, too. It is all about the Nor'easter. I thought that was going to be really interesting. So I had uh, spent a lot of information. I didn't realize there were so many Nor'easters. There are way too many to put in a weather school. Uh, So I highlighted some of the most memorable ones. And how they form and where they form and how you can get one if you order it. <laughs> I don't know whatever I'm saying. Well, that's great. Yeah, let's get to the weather school. <laughs> if there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. Looks like New York is in line for several inches of snow from a developing nor'easter. What's a nor'easter? A nor'easter, also called a northeaster, is a large-scale extratropical cyclone in the western North Atlantic Ocean. 
The name derives from the direction of the winds that blow from the northeast. The original use of the term in North America is associated with storms that impact the upper North Atlantic coast of the United States and the Atlantic provinces of Canada. Typically, such storms originate as a low-pressure area that forms within a hundred miles of the shore between North Carolina and Massachusetts. The precipitation pattern is similar to that of other extratropical storms. Nor'easters are usually accompanied by very heavy rain or snow and can cause severe coastal flooding, coastal erosion, hurricane-force winds, or blizzard conditions. Nor'easters are usually most intense during winter in New England and the Atlantic Canada. They thrive on converging air masses, the cold polar air mass and the warmer air over the water, and are more severe in winter when the difference in temperature between these two air masses is greater. Nor'easters tend to develop most often and most powerfully between the months of October and April, although they can, and much less commonly, develop during other parts of the year as well. The susceptible regions are generally impacted by nor'easters a few times each winter. Nor'easters develop in response to the sharp contrast in the warm Gulf Stream ocean current coming up from the tropical Atlantic and the cold air masses coming down from Canada. When the very cold and dry air rushes southward and meets up with the warm Gulf Stream current, which is often near 70 degrees Fahrenheit even in winter, then intense low pressure develops. In the upper atmosphere, the strong winds of the jet stream remove and replace rising air from the Atlantic more rapidly than the Atlantic air is replaced at the lower levels. This and the Coriolis force help develop a strong storm. The storm tracks northeast along the east coast, normally from North Carolina to Long Island then moves toward the area east of Cape Cod. Counterclockwise winds around the low-pressure system blow the moist air over land. The relatively warm, moist air meets cold air coming down from Canada. The low increases the surrounding pressure difference, which causes the very different air masses to collide at a much faster speed. When the difference in temperature of the air masses is larger, so is the storm's instability, turbulence, and thus severity. Until the nor'easter passes, thick, dark, low-level clouds often block out the sun. Temperatures usually fall significantly due to the presence of the cooler air from the winds that typically come from a northeasterly direction. During a single storm, the precipitation can range from a torrential downpour to a fine mist. All precipitation types can occur in a nor'easter. High wind gusts, which can reach hurricane strength, are also associated with a nor'easter. On very rare occasions, such as the nor'easter in 1978, the North American blizzard of 2006, and January 2018 North American blizzard, the center of the storm can take on the circular shape of a more typical hurricane and have a small dry slot near the center, 
which can be mistaken for an eye, although it is not an eye. Often, people mistake nor'easters for tropical cyclones and do not differentiate between the two weather systems. Nor'easters differ from tropical cyclones in that the nor'easters are cold-core low-pressure systems, meaning that they thrive on drastic changes in temperature of Canadian air and the warm Atlantic waters. Tropical cyclones are warm-core low-pressure systems, which mean they thrive on purely warm temperatures. A nor'easter is formed in a strong extratropical cyclone, usually experiencing bombogenesis or rapid strengthening. While this formation occurs in many places around the world, nor'easters are unique for their combination of northeast winds and moisture content of the swirling clouds. There are way too many nor'easters to mention, but here are a few of the more intense. The Great Blizzard of 1888, which occurred between March 10th and 14th, is considered one of the worst blizzards in U.S. history, dropping 40 to 50 inches of snow and killing 400 people, mostly in New York. Another is the 1991 Perfect Storm, which occurred from October 28th to November 2nd. This was a very unusual storm in which a tropical and an extratropical system interacted strangely, creating a tidal surge causing severe damage to coastal areas, especially Massachusetts, killing 13 people. The North American blizzard of 1996, which occurred from January 6th through the 10th. A severe snowstorm which brought up to four feet of snow to areas along the mid-Atlantic and northeastern U.S. There's the December 2012 North American Storm Complex. This entire event occurred from December 17th through the 31st. A major nor'easter that was known for its tornado outbreak across the Gulf Coast states on Christmas Day, as well as giving the area such as northeastern Texas a white Christmas. The low underwent a second cyclogenesis near the coast of North Carolina and dumped a swath of heavy snow across northern New England and New York. Caused blizzard conditions across the Ohio Valley, as well as an ice storm in the mountains of Virginia and West Virginia. And the most recent nor'easter is the April nor'easter of 2019, which occurred from the 2nd through the 4th. A very significant large and intense late-season nor'easter that brushed parts of the east coast of the U.S. while undergoing explosive cyclogenesis. The effects from nor'easters really aren't felt here in the nation's heartland, as their track generally goes along the northern states or develops along the east coast. But if you live in the northeastern U.S. and you hear a nor'easter is coming, get those snowplows ready. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you go with all the information you need about a nor'easter and all the snow it can dump if a nor'easter comes through your area. 
Very cool. Thank you. I don't expect that to happen here. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen in the Midwest. No. I think it's the, yeah. A Midwesterner. No. Yeah. Those uh, are called tornadoes, right? Yeah, I'm, all, I'm, I'm ready for storm season. I mean, we're it's, at the it's, end it's, of January. We're close. We are. Yeah. What are we, like five weeks from meteorological? Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yes. Here we go. Uh, but we're not there yet. We can't get really excited. Sometimes we get a few false alarms in February, maybe. Yeah. And we've had a few good ones in February. If that, you that's count, true. If you count Leap Day being in February, even though it's actually March 1st if it, or any other year. Right. I was at Walmart today, and we were. I have my storm guard jacket, and the workers always talk to me. Am I a storm chaser? Or am I a storm? Yeah, I explain what <laughs> we do know. and what we are. And, <laughs> and he, she was explaining how her husband thought that Branson was an anomaly and that we didn't get severe weather up until. And and, and she thought he was wrong, and then Labor uh, that not Labor Day, but uh, leap year yeah. proved him wrong. He thought the terrain had something to do with it, which it might. Our elevation is a little different. And she, he thought maybe the lake had something to do with us not getting severe weather, which it might to an extent. But if we're going to get it, we're going to get it. And we got it on leap year. Was it 2012? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 2012. Yeah, well, it was and it, first year in the house. And it's funny you, you said that because we got a comment the other – or we got a question the other day uh, about – you know how how why do storms go towards Branson and they split? So I thought I gave a pretty good explanation. They were uh, asking, is it terrain? Is it the water? Is it whatever? It's like, well, we posed that to our meteorologist friend Mike. You know, and terrain may have part, you know, just a little bit to do with it, but. Uh, you know, and the lakes aren't that big to make that much of a difference. I think it's just the Branson bubble. Do you really know what it is? You really want to know what it is? What is it? It's psychological. Oh. It's not real. Wait. How is that possible? It's possible because (laughs) there are people, no matter where you're at, no matter where you live, whether you live in Miami, Oklahoma, or Little Rock, Arkansas, or Springfield, there's people that think the storms go around them because they see the area is so large. Just because the storm doesn't hit them at a certain time doesn't mean that the possibility isn't there to be hit. That You're right. You're so exactly people right. People think that, oh, we must live in a bubble. It doesn't exist. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm just. But they're I'm, saying that, it, okay, so, you know, I've. They always go away. I never get hit by these storms. The chance is always there, but it never happens. It always goes away. How do you explain that when... Well, now, storm systems It's going to hit cycle. somebody. It's going to hit somebody. I mean, it's right. somebody, but it never hits us. Right. And, and, and we do have the more um, frequent uh, tornadic storms and severe storms up towards Springfield, especially Battlefield. Uh, Pier City well, rides like, right up I forty four, but they're on a plateau. Me how That's I grew the, up. the Springfield Plateau is Ex- what that is. Exactly. I grew up in Tornado Alley. Miami, good for had you. Never yeah. seen yeah, a tornado in my entire life. Yeah, until I went storm chasing with but, you. But they were there and went after them. But just where? because we didn't get hit by one. But I'm saying Miami didn't get hit. We were lucky. So they like, have been been hit since then and before then. Yeah. Uh, in the seventies, they were hit. Right, but in the seventies, Miami was hit. Nineteen seventy. How many warnings did we go through? And that? then it went over into Newton County and became an F four and killed people in Neosho. And there's pictures of it right, right through Miami. 
So, I mean, it happens. Of the actual storm. And, and that's what I tell people. They say, you know, what is the chances of us getting hit? Well, well that's a hard one. Yeah, yeah, you can't answer that. I mean, the what we can do is give you an area that is volatile, that there's a chance, but the majority of people will not experience a tornado. Because even in our years of chasing, you know, we would go right to the main part that's being, you know, that's under the yeah, warning. The core, we would right. be literally under the black cloud. I was terrified it was going to drop on us. And it nothing almost did a couple of times. Right. But, uh, yeah. The, and, and I've been to numerous National Weather Service uh, meetings in not only at the Springfield National Weather Service office, but in other areas as well where they would come onto a site. Like one time we went to Pittsburgh. Steve Runnels was there, and we had a, a media meeting. And each time he 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 mentions where in Missouri a tornado warning is most likely to happen, where which county is most likely to receive a tornado warning, and which county has received the most tornado reports in the past fifty years. And that's always been Jasper County, Missouri. Jasper, interesting. Of course, that's, that's Joplin. Joplin. Yeah, and, I mean, is that now? Is that coming up? I mean, I wasn't there. I mean, is it coming up like up uh, through Miami, and then that's when it not starts necessarily. Hitting? It comes. Out, it could come out, out of Kansas, Kansas yeah. or it could come out of Oklahoma. It depends on the trajectory of the storm. Uh, you know, the 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 major storm spring systems usually move northeast, so it would come out of that. That would make sense. You know, the 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 northeast uh, Ottawa County, Oklahoma, Wyandotte area, northern uh, Miami, and Commerce. It goes right into Missouri. Well, in the majority of tornadoes, if they're the the majority of them, if they're on the ground, they're not on the ground that long. So, and, yeah. and usually they're in the open fields. So, you know, the chance of you getting hit by a tornado is relatively low. But that right. chance, like Shara said, that chance is there. So that's why you have to be alert. Look at that sky. Look at that tornado. But when it comes to the Branson Dome or Branson Bubble, right? People are. They think that it's missing Branson, and, and, and a lot of times it does. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. But it's like an average thing, and I, how many times on average is it going to hit you? Branson's right. a big area. It really is. Compared to some small cities, which under 10,000 or more, uh, right at 10,000, well, 10 Branson to 15,000. So you kind of get that Branson, whole area. Hollister, all yeah. the way to Branson West. So we're, sure. we're big. We're, you know, the metropolitan area includes, or the micropolitan area, whatever it is, right. includes <laughs> yeah. Branson West, Kimberling like City, Branson, <laughs> Hollister, on yeah. the Forsyth. Yeah. So, you know, somebody will get it more than, than somebody else in that area. Not only tornadoes or storms, but but rain, especially the pop up storms that pop up in August. Yes. So. But then you take an area yeah. like my sister's in, and she's more, almost guaranteed. More Oklahoma is where her more. sister lives. Oh, I mean, more. they're oh, just wow. guaranteed. It's a little different to get a tornado every year down there. Right? Yeah. But Sometimes you're talking two or three. Oklahoma. No, it's a hotbed for yeah, tornadoes. Is more. Oklahoma. More Oklahoma, right outside Oklahoma City. So Technically, that's near Norman. That's near Norman, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of where that storm prediction center, which makes sense why they put the storm prediction center. I mean, at one center. point, we've seen like what, how, five tornadoes literally on the ground at the same time in that area? Well, oh my gosh. Well, really? not in the same area, just in, in the vicinity. Yeah. In that Oklahoma City surrounding area. Yeah. See, I need to get out and chase more because 
I have never personally seen a tornado on the ground live. Well, then we need to take you chasing. I think I need to go chasing. I mean, you need to at least see one. You know, before I die, and I honestly, that's what I want to do. I, and I honestly, I, I say this, I felt safer during the daytime, all my years chasing with Corey, mm-hmm. than I did sitting at home having him text me and tell me where it's at. I oh. was terrified because I'm a sitting duck is what I feel like. Corey's driving. I mean, if we're going, Corey's driving. Well, I drove okay. because he is on the radar the whole time. Okay, I'm not driving. He's, tell- <laughs> he's telling me where to go, yeah. because, but he's watching the radar and he's watching the sky. I want, I'm watching the road. He's watching the sky R- and right. he's telling me Wh- where to which go. Which actually kind of makes sense with you two. It really does because he, he knows where the trajectory of that storm is going to go. I can be go. an aggressive driver when I need to be. No. I'm a rule follower, but when you my can, life is you in danger, you're the mother of five. You can see you can drive. <laughs> the area of interest when you're coming up upon a storm. Say you're 15 minutes, 20 minutes out of a tornado war of a of, a, of an interesting storm that you think is going to produce a tornado. Yeah. Before it's tornado warned, you start kind of driving that way. Yeah. Yeah. You can see the area of interest about 15 miles away. You kind of can tell where you where you need to position yourself mm-hmm. in order for you to intercept that. You don't want to be right in the line, and that's where you come in. That's because you know. Have how you ever that watched go. on yeah. Twister? Okay, the very beginning of the movie. <laughs> it's a sunny day. They're all hanging out there. Okay, so that's how our day started off. The first few times I went with him, we're literally sitting in a field. Well, that's the majority of the time. It's sunny. Right. And I'm looking at him going, this is stupid. It's not doing anything here. (laughs) Why are we staring into the sunny area? And then within, you know, an hour, you're running for your life and you can't catch up with all of them. There's one here. There's one there. There's one over here. (laughs) And it depends on how fast they're moving. And you turn into your own little twister movie. I mean, for real. So you've got to have that patience to sit. And, know and sometimes it's just head. a bust. You're out there for nothing. Exactly. Ex- exactly. But he he has those instincts. I'll give him that. He did. He could sit there and stare, and people would tell him where to go, and he'd be like, "No, nope, I'm going to hold on a minute." And then he always took us to the better storm. We would head towards it. He was like, "I'm going to go this way," and it may not be the place they're calling for it, and that may not be the place of highest interest where they're sending all the news crews. But that's where he wanted to go, and we would end up dead on chasing. See, that's why I always text Corey in any event and say, "What is your thought?" Because you've got this instinct that's going on. It's like, mm-hmm. eh, and you and you give me your honest opinion, and I love that. And I've done that at and work. A lot of times, I'll agree, and sometimes I'll go. Eh, you know, I mean, but- I've been at work, and if I know there's a, a chance of any kind of bad weather. But I'll and everybody's mm-hmm. freaking out at work, and all the patients and their visitors and everybody are like, "No, no, it's going to hit here or something." And I'm like, "Yeah, we're good. No. It's going to go beside <laughs> us." And I do. And my I my husband is stormed our. But I, I mean, like, I know they don't want to believe me, but I can focus and I can do my job because I know that his senses are telling him, yep. "No, honey, we're probably not going to get anything." I'll let you know if that changes, but it's probably all going to go north of us. And I can relax, and it generally does. Wow, I wonder if it's going to be a time some Wednesday. That we can go chasing. I know. I I like staying we at the helm. Head, we need to head west. Yeah, we really got to get out of this area. I mean, we can bring oh, our, well, I know. We it's can bring our Max and our Stormdark <laughs> computers and, and still Stormdark. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, of course. You got to go to the flatlands. But it's dangerous over you here. You got to go to Kansas. Yeah, there's too many. Maybe hills. we take it if we ever get a high 
risk, you know, like oh, yeah. a really thing moderate coming. Maybe I can uh, <clears throat> talk to my employer and get a couple of days off. And, and like we've tried chasing in this area, and it is it's dangerous. There's too many hills, too many trees. There's way too yes. And and we tell it. people there's and, and most of our stuff here in the past couple of years has been at night. It's like stop oh, yeah. going at That's night because we're go, not in Tornado Alley. Tornado Alley's to the west, and once yeah, it, we need to once go it out still there. comes here, it's still going to be tornadic. You're still going to get rotation. But the tornadoes here are not the same as they are in, in more Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Well, and you go yes. out in Oklahoma, Kansas, it's fields for miles. So you can see, see anything. a beautiful yes. tornado and you are a safe distance of 10 miles away. You could be in the sun, you know, Yeah, it's totally fine where you're at. And you oh, see that tornado yeah. go over the red dirt and it just brings up that dirt off the oh, Oklahoma plains. Be, I, I, I need, you know, I really need to see that. From it. I need to see, but I'm not going to tell my mother because she would like completely worry and freak out. Oh yeah. I'll just tell her that now, I'm back home. Now don't take and, your nicest car because you will go through hail if you're with Corey, but. Oh yeah. The first time he took me, yeah, we were in not, my you car. You try to stay out like, of the hail car, for sure. <laughs> now, now, did you put uh, your experience, you and Shara's experience, on our blog site on our website? I don't think so. It, it's on our we've YouTube talked, channel. We've talked about it several times on the podcast, and yeah, and, and we've probably put some on. You know, I have video of some of it. But. Well, I mean, we have a YouTube channel, so and and most of that is the time lapse. And I have been doing some time lapse stuff uh, in the past month, and it's like it's really not turning out. But we've got some really cool time lapse stuff on our YouTube channel. I think it's I think it's just youtube.com slash weather I think probably uh, and, uh, and, and and we also put it on our website under the video section too yeah so. yeah go to our website stormdarweather.com go to uh, it's like podcast in media and I was showing my my mom's friends that Rosalie and Charlie which she calls mother hen which we love that uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah they'll uh, I showed him how to go there and get all of our stuff. We stick our stuff that's featured on Weather Nation on there, which... That's really cool. I plan on being featured on there quite often this year. I'm, I have a good feeling about it, I think. I mean, well, I, I kind of have an in with the place now, so... Good. And I have my mother's old iPad. I got her brand new iPad for Christmas, so she's got an upgrade. So I've got her old iPad. I wish technology back was back then what it is now. Like, we did not oh, I know. have the technology chasing. And every time there was a storm, we lost all cell signal. And we were. Oh, we yeah. Were, now you can get cell signal anywhere. Yeah. And I mean, ever, you didn't have the computers with your Wi Fi and all this stuff. I mean, yeah. We were, yeah. We were relying on calling the station and, and saying, where to go? Where's it headed? Because we're blind, blind here. Well, and on the flip side of that, on the negative side, now that everybody can do that, we're getting clogged with yeah, all these there's way too many really chasers. like amateur, not knowing what they're doing. People getting out there and not- and I, I can spend a whole another hour on that. That's a whole different show. Well, yeah, okay, that'll be next week. Chaser safety. <laughs> next week, probably. but and you're gonna have more, more and more. Oh, casualties. But yes, that is the only problem. If you get it picks, people, it's picking if you up. Don't know happen. what you're doing. Don't go chase. Take if you really spotter chase, classes. Go on those trips. They have tours where you they can go have with tours. Them. Uh, the weather service now, even now in February, I mean, a lot of weather service offices now are are, are providing some storm chase, uh, not storm chaser. Uh, Classes. Classes. What, what classes. am I thinking? The, the storm, storm spotter class. Yeah, storm spotter classes. So you know what you're looking for. don't take one class and then go chase. Uh, no, no. Those are more geared for firemen, Local volunteer firemen who go sit on top of a hill and, and watch the storm move into your community. Yeah. So, you, so They're you know, not you for can, chasers. Right. You, yeah. I mean, chasers, you need chasers, a lot more. Chasers, they give chasers a little more... 
uh, in-depth and different rules than you would get if you were a spotter. Yeah, because you, you're out moving within the public. Right. And, and we've seen, like, uh, what is it, severestudios.com? I watch this cha the chasers going out there. Sometimes they'll go, they're like, go this way, go this way, and they'll run into, a like, a dead end. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, now what do we do? <laughs> you we know, were going like, off maps back in the day. Well, yeah, <laughs> Thank and goodness I, yeah, for GPS but you now. Need, it, it, I mean, there's several things you need to know what you're doing. That's the biggest thing. That's the number one. Know what you're doing. And two, know where you're going. Uh, you know, Google Maps are great, but to this day, if people, go, you know, put, put into Google Maps my address, it takes them, like, down, way down towards, like, Teeny Como. Still, mm -hmm. to this day. Mm. I'm like, guys, fix it. <laughs> you know, when Mike, our meteorologist friend Mike Griffin came up here, he... Google Maps told him to go on Lakeshore, and he got totally screwed up. It's like no, but so but it's so Google Maps. If you're using Google Maps to chase, they're not always 100% correct. You're gonna you could go, you know, down to a dead end, or you know. And the other thing is, it's probably going to be raining. It gets dark it's very quickly. It get dark, and you get a lot of rain. It usually doesn't Mud rain until right before you're at the tornado. Yeah. Okay. So. That's Depending a, on the type of situation you're in, if it's a if it's a classic spring supercell situation, you're not going to get into rain until till right there, yeah. Until you're probably where you don't need to be. Okay, so I'm going to tell my employer. All right, which uh, by the way, we open next week. The Hughes brothers, we open on February 4th. So if you have nothing to do and you're in Branson, come see our show. Uh, it opens on February Shameless 4th. Plug. I, feel yeah. like, I, feel, I, I feel like you need a tornado in your show somehow. Uh, I know. remember. Do you, do you, <laughs> you remember? Do you remember uh, Jim Stafford's show? They had, a they, they had a tornado in the they show. They like had a uh, tornado on, or like a house on a stick and, or something. And his wife Anne <laughs> oh, gosh, was an really? upside down man or something. Remember yeah. that? I do remember that. Whoa! It was a no, really, really cool scene. Really? I don't remember. Yeah. Was it a? Yeah, but what song were they? And doing? they had the Hurricane fans on the on the audience. It was really cool. I don't remember. It was like an, it was like a breakdown in the middle of one of his most popular songs, and then the tornado hit, and then it went back to the song. Of course, Jim Stafford would do that. Absolutely, I mean hilarious. he's got great stuff. I mean he's yeah. hysterical. <laughs> wow, that was fun times. But they used the what's those lights? The help me out here. Hurricane lights, strobe, like strobe? strobe lights. Oh, so strobe lights. Yeah, all much more confusing. One time than I played drums at the Jim Stafford Theater. You played drums. If you only knew. If okay, only I never knew. mentioned this. If to you, you only knew. <laughs> anyway, I played gems at Jim Stafford Theater, and I was backstage. This is when I was in high school. Okay. And I was uh, backstage and saw all these neat props, and they have things that flew in over the audience, like blimps and stuff. That yeah, no other show was doing at the time in the '90s, which is really cool. Which it doesn't look as cool just backstage as you know not in the show they're not lit you know lights do amazing things oh yeah uh hide wires when you've and got stuff someone like. dressed all in black with a black wire flying something over a state over well audience. yeah of course but i was still amazed because at that time i'd never seen the jim stafford show oh okay so okay. it was pretty cool to see all his props because i saw the tornado and i saw different things and i'm going to see the show to see what's going on when did we see the storm of the Simpsons? Uh, we saw a show several times early on in our marriage i want to say when we were first married though we weren't so we got any, any any show for free anytime we wanted oh back when brand yeah back when because he worked for a news outlet we got exactly. in civil city every show anything we wanted to do was free 
Yeah, I think I still have the, the reciprocal media. program. Well, right. this wasn't like, a reciprocal. This right. is because I was a member of the media. The media. Ah. So we got like special treatment. So they want you to come right. there. Exactly. And they would announce you were there. And yeah. So that's all we need to do is stormed our media. Yeah. Well, you know, all this talk about severe weather and stuff leads us to our next segment, which is actually in other news. And I saw in uh, Australia, they've been having weird weather. I mean, we all know they've had these awful, awful bushfires going on, and they were praying for rain. Well, they finally got rain, but they got more than they, they can't wanted. Get it to stop. They can't. Yeah, it's raining, and there's there's a flooding in Queensland now. But the big thing is they've got. Like severe weather, like in Canberra, I think it's Canberra, golf ball size hail. And it's been there for like two or three days. It's been, I think they said that they are, uh, oh, wait, I, I got their website pulled up. Uh, it says areas choked with smoke earlier this month have been pelted with hailstones the size of golf balls over the past few days, smashing cars and windows and literally stoning wildlife. So it's like. Yikes. Well, it's midsummer down there, right? Uh, th- th- this is their severe weather season. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, take six months from now. Well, uh, what is six months from now? July. Well, June, March, July. April. Yeah. June. Okay. Well, see, down there in Australia, that's their severe weather right. season. So this is so that's. Would it be safe to say that the wildlife down there wouldn't know how to take cover because they've not ever seen this type of weather? Well, they've had this weather too, but it's just. But they may not have as many places to take cover say, because like, everything's been burned. That's and, and true. That's it's the like problem. animals around here would know where to go hide. I mean, oh, I see the of, cows all the time. And yeah, just think like, of downpours and, and into all that ash. The mess it would make. That's the problem they're having. It's like it's there's so much right now, and there was a tropical system approaching from the northeast that it just sat there, and it's just rain and rain and rain. And those fires and that smoke, it affects the weather. It 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 changes the whole whole atmosphere. So yeah, so they're they're Australia is having a problem at 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 this point. I mean, they're saying, uh, yeah, there's been a big area of dry high pressure sitting over the continent and that's kind of one of the reasons that they've had all this dry weather with all these fires and stuff but man you know mother nature come on you just kind of need to level out you know it's like we say here we'll, we'll be dry for three months and then we'll get like 10 inches of rain it's like yeah. no we need a few inches of rain every month to kind of keep it keep it leveled out and we've been doing good <laughs> here in the state in, in this in missouri we have We've been very lucky here. I mean, like on on and off. I mean, we're not going through drought. We're not going through flood at this point. Uh, I mean, we've got, you know, kind of quasi-snow thing coming. Yeah. Whereas, what was it last year? Just two hours away, our families were in a drought. All the crops were dying. And oh, gosh, yes. Yes. I, we I, had plenty of rain here. I, I well, think we're going to be out of the drought this year. I don't think we're going to do that. I feel good going into the severe weather season, into the spring in regards to um, normal weather, which is okay, your yeah. rain and your storms, because we're not in, we have no nothing to influence. You know, you have you know, it's, we're in Lanada, so yeah. there's no you know, El Nino or nothing that's going to influence. Yeah, it's going to twist that kind of. Yeah, thing we have an gonna... equal chance, which to me we have a better chance of storms and rain on years we have an equal chance exactly it gives us a fighting chance for 
Something normal weather. Something, yeah, normal. Which you know, I mean, it, we're not wanting tornadoes to come, but I mean, this actual severe weather have like a good chance that we're going to get some some storms and like rain and something, something, something. Yeah, you know. So, what are you guys doing on Sunday? That's Super Bowl Sunday. Well, I'm probably we talked about be this earlier. The, Mon- the Montana 49ers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know my work schedule for February yet, so. I don't actually have plans yet. I'm going to be eating <laughs> junk food and, and cheering You're on. You're going to get tri-tips. I know you are. Cheering on number 15. Tri-tip. We haven't done that in a while. We haven't. Sounds good, I actually. I try doing those. Tri- He's told you me wanna about. You want to stop by and have a tri-tip and just say you went to a Super Bowl party? You know, I could do that. I could play some disc golf and kind of run over. It's like, It's hey. been a while since I've made one. Well, it's, well, it's been winter. I mean, you don't normally oh, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't stop him. <laughs> the grill's right off the back door. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, we talked about this earlier. Uh, it's going to be 60. Uh, I, I do think, now I looked at the GFS, and the GFS was saying, yeah, there's going to be a warm bubble coming in for like that first week, maybe of February, but it probably looks like we're going to, you know, go back down to kind of nor- maybe at or slightly below average temperatures when we get into the middle part of February. So, I mean, winter's not over yet. Uh, March, when we get to March, then I'm going to get all all excited. So December was like, eh. January, we've had a little bit above average. February looks like we're going to be right above, right at average, maybe a little bit below. But then March, and then we've got storm season coming up. Yes. I'm all excited. (laughs) Okay. I think it's time for the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week's Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week, we toss to Shara because she's our returning guest. So what is that weather word of the week? Okay. I have not practiced this one. Okay, good. <laughs> it looks pretty easy. Uh-huh. Psychrometer or psychrometer. Oh, no, okay. There. I was oh. like, it's going to go both ways. Okay. So I'll, get, I'll give you the applause on that. Yes. Yes. Psychrometer. And we, yes. And we take our temperature with a thermometer. So, um, oh. that's why I changed it after I was like, eh. Okay. So, what does a psychrometer mean? An instrument used to measure water vapor content of the atmosphere consists of two thermometers, a wet bulb and dry bulb, may also be referred to as a sling psychrometer. Yes. And I, I think one of our first podcasts. Uh, I have to go back. One of our first three or four podcasts, uh, Corey and I talked about this. Uh, I used to have a sling psychrometer. It is, it's really, really cool. It's a, it's a thermometer. It's got two thermometers on it. And one, they both have like a little hole behind the, the bottom bulb of the thermometer. And on one of the thermometers, you take and you completely saturate a, like a little sock of, with water. And you, you, you put it on one of the, the bulbs. And the whole device has a little device here, and you and you sling it around. And what's happening is, the the air, like when water evaporates, it lowers the temperature. So when you sling this psychrometer around, the 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 thermometer that has the 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 saturated sock on it will evaporate, thus causing the temperature to lower quicker. Then you look at the real thermometer you know the 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 dry thermometer and you look at the sock thermometer and there's going to be a temperature difference and that temperature difference is going to tell you how much humidity is in the air 
How about that? It's a shame they don't get to see all your lovely hand movements and motions. I know. And well, he describes it very well, just so you know. Well, see, the problem is, is like I can't, I can't just sit here with my hands not doing anything and like describe it. I have to actually be gesticulate. And <laughs> he describes it very well. He draws a great picture. Well, of his hands. I yeah, I, I try, but that that's a good. So obviously, if the atmosphere is very dry and you put that saturated sock on the thing and you sling it then the temperature is going to be lower because the water on the sock is going to evaporate quicker, thus reducing the temperature. So there's going to be a wider variety between the dry bulb and the wet bulb. So if the, at- if the atmosphere is completely saturated, like totally fog or whatever, and you do that, then the water is not going to evaporate and the temperature difference is not going to be that, that uh, great, if, if anything. Could be seventy degrees, seventy degrees. But if it's completely dry atmosphere and you sling it, then you could be seventy degrees and fifty degrees. So you have that temperature difference. I love weather. You don't say. I was gonna say Sharon's looking at me like, okay, give me my gummy bears. We're doing good. I hate when I step in something wet and my socks get saturated. I hate that. Well then you have to take your foot and like sling it around. Sure. The, yeah. Here I am doing the other the like thing sling called it. a dryer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, we've talked about quite a bit on this podcast. Did you think we wouldn't? I love it. I mean, I For some reason, every time I'm here, they accuse me of talking a lot. I've never been told that in my life. Oh, gosh, no. Well, no, I mean, we're well over an hour now. So, I mean, when Corey and I do this, we don't have much to talk about. It's like 45, 50 minutes. But I like a long podcast. I like the banter. I think all of our listeners do. And we have well over 10,000 people listening now. So that's awesome. We're, cool. We, yeah. Okay, well, we're on Pandora and all those other. We're on everything. Yeah. So listen on. to it. I mean, you know, if, especially if you're on iTunes, iTunes, please go to the uh, Spotify. ITunes. Yeah. Go to the iTunes store. Leave us a five star rating because that, you know, I, I've learned that if you leave a five star rating, it shows up more hmm. in, in your stuff. And I do need to say that we have some things in the making. Probably next week we're going to. We got some things we're going to launch. I mean, Sharon, Corey, and I are actually Sharon and Corey are really working on it. It's exciting stuff and uh, fun times. Yes, and I'm going to be briefed on it after this, <laughs> and so we, we'll go now. Next week, like I said, our show opens next week, and we're going to have rehearsal on Monday. So the podcast will probably be on Tuesday. We're thinking. So so don't think we've dropped off the face of the earth. It's like this is the time of year that we keep going on. Uh, yeah, Branson's going to start opening up again. So, And so far, we have nothing new, but there are plans in the making. 2020 is going to be a great year of adventure and fun. It's leap year, right? This is leap year. Yeah. So, Oh, yeah. Ooh, I wonder if we're going to have another leap year <laughs> we'll tornado. Because uh, it was eight years ago. It was. Can you believe wow. that? That was a weird time for a tornado, though. Kind of early. Well, December, January, and February is totally strange time for a right. tornado. But <laughs> it happens. Really, leap year would be March. Leap day is March. Yeah, March, March 1st, first. yeah. And it's what we've always said. You know, severe weather can occur any time of the year. It's just more frequent in March, April, and May. And actually, June. So, and all with this global, you know, climate change going on. it's You like just never know what you're going to get. You really don't. And Especially so, in Missouri. Well, what is that phrase they always say? You know, if you don't like the weather, wait 10 minutes. Wait and 10 minutes, it'll change. <laughs> that was coined by Will Rogers. 
Oh, really? And, uh, you know, he was a political, uh, what, what's, what, what would he be? He was, he was a cowboy in his day. He was a, a, a roper. We went to Will Rogers Junior High. say, in Oklahoma, he was a big deal. We went to Will Rogers Junior High. I've performed, and Cher has performed on the same stage as that Will Rogers have performed at the Coleman Theater. He oh, cool. oh, the, the Coleman, Coleman yeah, that's cool. And, and he coined all kinds of different, about Oklahoma weather. Uh, if you don't like the weather, wait a minute. That was, that was the quote. And now, you know, it's kind of expanded to other areas in Missouri. But, but he's the one who came up with that uh, quote to begin with. Well, I just made a note because I think we're going to have to get some Will, Will Rogers quotes for him. He's, a, he's, he's a, a good museum. guy. Oh, yeah, we've been so, Oh, he's buried there. He's you know, in Claremore. That's in, oh, Claremore? Yeah. Uh, how, how far is Claremore from Miami? An hour. 45 minutes to yeah. Oh, so uh, Oklahoma, Tulsa, basically. Yeah. It's before right you get to Tulsa. Gotcha. Rogers County, which is included in uh-huh. our uh, our uh, severe weather area on Stormdark. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. We've just got so much stuff going on. Yes. I love it's it. It's going to be a good year. I hope so. And we will probably have a lot more to tell you next time on the podcast yeah you know if we get stuff worked out we'll, we'll be posting it on our facebook page and probably on our website we've got how, how many like weather stations do we have now on our websites like 15 or something? i think it's 15 15 and we're making new i'm making new weather schools so i got to give you the weather schools to put in our weather school library on there i mean it i've got t- 30 40 i don't know i've got tons of weather schools so stormdarweather.com is our website just go podcast and media to find blogs and our podcasts and uh i got stormdar weather school on there we got the drought monitor we got everything on there we, and more we, stuff coming anything you ever need anything yeah for weather and all sorts of stuff well you guys ready for the big snowstorm tomorrow Snowstorm. Yeah, it's not going to do no, snow. Uh, I think you just saw something during the podcast. Uh, one of the uh, Springfield meteorologists was taking a what do you say an aggressive model? He and showed said, two models. Okay. One gave the Branson area a dusting or so. Okay, uh, more up north towards Springfield and, and north from there. Yeah, and uh, and uh, he doesn't mention what models we're looking at. Ah, so, okay. but but his second model showed Branson getting over an inch. I was like, eh, that's very aggressive Edge. and very, uh, you know, brave, right? I say brave and daring. That would probably be the outlier. The outlier. The that's what I'm thinking yeah. is the outlier because I'm looking at National Weather Service. I've looked at the GFS. I need to go to the to the short terms like the HER and the the NAM and see what their thermal profiles are, but. I'm not sold. And I even said that on the post today. It's like, I'm not completely sold that we're going to get some snow. It could change. We'll see. So, Well, at one time, they, we had a chance of rain, and they totally took it out, and then they brought it back. And they brought it back. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, it was like 2030, and then it's like, oh, no, cloudy. And then now they're like, man, everything's just, just crazy. I don't know. Anyway, I want to thank our special returning guest, Shara, for being on the podcast. She's working on her phone right now. Thank you for having me, as always. <laughs> as always, you're totally welcome anytime you want to come. And, Corey, you're welcome anytime you want to come. Super. Yeah. So, you guys got anything else before we wrap this up? We're done. Okay. Let's wrap this thing up. So, be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. 
You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Report.